Hello, church. Happy New Year, 2023, first day of the year. And we start off this week with a week of prayer for our church. We're meeting together every night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, 7 o'clock for one hour of prayer. At least one night. Come out for at least one night. More if you can. We really need you to join us in praying for God's blessing and direction as we head into this brand new year. We have uh, gathered together uh, throughout the year and been asking God to help us grow, grow in some very specific areas, grow in our connection with God and other people, grow in our love and reading of the Word, growing in the Word, uh, learn to grow in our service and love for one another and for those that God brings across our path, learning uh, to, just to go deep in, in what God's wanting us to do, learning about our gifts and where we're going with our gifts, uh, praying and inviting people to the fullness of knowing who Jesus is, and, and just learning how to give of our time, our talents, and our treasures so that the kingdom is strong and moving ahead forward. I, I've uh, just built our week together this week on this, this wonderful verse in, that's found in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It, it's an amazing verse. It's so practical. It's so helpful. And uh, we're going to just read it here for you, and then I'm going to ask Pastor Eric if he'd start off with it. But uh, don't worry about anything, Paul says. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so, Pastor Eric, why don't you start? To just, just help us to understand that phrase, don't worry. Uh, I think the thing that I appreciate most in this verse is actually that it acknowledges that we will have worries. Uh, it's easy sometimes for us to read a verse like this and say, don't worry about anything, and then we just go, okay, I won't worry about anything and we kind of pretend like there's faith or pretend like we've yeah. dealt with it. But this verse actually acknowledges, hey, there's going to be stuff to worry about. Right now in my life, I can think of stuff I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not telling you to bury things in some sort of fake faith, right. disconnected. But this verse says, okay, what are you worried about? And now it starts to give us the proper path to actually address worry and deal with it and put trust into God where it should be instead of being hampered either actively or passively by worry. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where it starts. And then the next verse says... But just, just before we go there, worry is there, but it doesn't have influence. Yeah, it, it's not supposed to dominate your life. Right. And um, if, if you really take this verse to heart, it gives you a path for dealing with worry. Right, right. And, and odds are good if you deal with worry once, then it will come back an hour later, and then you'll have to deal with it again. <laughs> and then two good. days later, and you very have good. to continuously tackle it. But this gives you the blueprint. And it starts with not burying your worry, but acknowledging it. Very good. Debbie, uh, pray about everything. I love starting my day with God. The first thing I routinely pray in the morning is Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. 
Search me, O God, and know my heart, know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you. Please lead me in your way everlasting. I'm so glad that Jesus' blood and his righteousness wash me clean from all of the failures and mistakes of the past hours and minutes. The next thing that I pray as I go into my Bible reading is that Holy Spirit will speak to me. I ask God for even just one verse or phrase that I can take with me throughout my day. Sometimes it so meets my need of the moment that I literally sit in tears and just let it soak into my spirit. Psalm, or sorry, Philippians 4, 6 says, pray about everything, and that's basically what I do. I pray my way through my Bible reading. If I'm in the Psalms and David is pouring out his heart in adoration to God, I pray those same verses back to God from my own heart of praise. I claim every promise that I come to, and I tailor them to meet the needs that I'm facing that day or the needs of my church family or of my personal extended family. Philippians 4.6, pray about everything. When I think about those verses, those, that verse, a few other verses come to mind. 1 Peter 5.7 says, casting all your cares on him for he cares for you. Psalm 55.22 in the message says, Pile your troubles on God's shoulders. He'll carry your load. He'll help you out. A lot of you have probably memorized Psalm 37.5. Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. A Hebrew translation of that verse says, Roll thy way upon the Lord. I love the word pictures in these three verses. Sometimes our cares are light enough that we can just throw them to God. Nothing is too insignificant to bring to Jesus. If it's important enough to worry about, it's important enough to pray about. Sometimes our needs are a little heavier, and God tells us to pile those on his shoulders. Then there are burdens that are so overwhelming and so heavy that we can't lift them ourselves, but we can roll them to our amazingly faithful Heavenly Father, and He invites us to do that. I'm so grateful that He encourages us to pray about everything. Very good. Really good. Cheryl, uh, tell God what you need. Uh, that's your, your assignment. Yes. So <clears throat> I like this because it's a very practical a very practical thing. There are different scriptures in the Bible that talk about God knowing ahead of time everything that we need. And the reality is that this verse is telling us that we need to enter into that relationship with God intimately. So we sit down, we think, okay, what is it that I'm facing today? What is it my family's facing today? And be very specific and very um, clear on what it is that you're asking God for that day. Not because he doesn't know, but because when we make ourselves vulnerable to him, when we come to a place of that intimate relationship with him and we ask him for everything that we need, he is so faithful to come through. And it 
strengthens our relationship, our intimate relationship with him, which is really what it's all about. So we come, we open ourselves up, we spend time with our father, we tell him what we need, and he's gracious enough to bring everything in, the answers that we need. Sometimes the answers take a little bit longer than others, and that's just the way that it works sometimes. We have no idea of the huge timeline of God, but we come we bring him everything that we have on our hearts. We make it clear. Write it down. Write down your petitions to God so that when those answers come, you have a place to record that. Journal your prayers. I think it's a super practical way of building that intimacy and just bringing everything to God. It's very good. Very good. I think I think this is going to be a year that we're going to need to be reminded, God does hear and answer prayer. Hey, Dan, uh, thank him for all he's done. What, what's that part for you? Being thankful to God is so important. Um, it keeps our, when we do that, when we're thankful to him, it keeps our focus on who God is. It keeps our focus on everything that he's done for us. Um, all the tools, the weapons that he's given us to, you know, fight against everything the enemy brings against us. So it keeps our focus on God and it keeps our focus away from our problems. Our problems are insignificant in comparison to what God is to us and what he can do in us. It also, it also leads us, you know, it's part of the, I guess, our prerequisite to the next part of the scripture, which is peace, yeah. right? So in this verse, you know, we have three things. Don't worry, pray, and be thankful, and then you experience God's peace. So that, that peace, you know, Chan's going to talk about that, but uh, there's another verse, too, that talks about peace. Um, it says, for those who keep their mind... No, sorry, I missed it here. <laughs> Yeah, so he will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him, right? So part of being, part of keeping our, our mind stayed on him is being thankful. And that's that's the critical part of that. And that's, that's what I've been working on for myself this most of this year is just being thankful in everything. You know, when things are going good, you know, it's pretty easy to be thankful. When things aren't going as good, not as easy, but I've been training myself just to do what I just said, focus on who God is and his promises over me and over my family and over every situation I'm going to face. The other thing I've been doing too is, you know, there are times when we're doing things that they don't really require focused thinking, you know. So I've been training my mind just to, in those times, like when I'm I don't know, walking from my office to the lunchroom or eating my lunch, stuff where you don't really need to be thinking, you know, such. Just to be thankful and just thank God for things. You know, it could be, could be family stuff, could be work stuff, or it can just be, you know, thank you, Lord, for who you are to me and my family. Thank you for your protection, for your provision, all those good things that God has done. So I've just been training myself to do that. And... It's hard to explain. I guess the best way to explain it is that it's that peace that passes all understanding. It's, there's been that peace 
that I've experienced, been experiencing that I haven't had before. And that's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm thankful for that, you know, <laughs> even though, you know, so on top of all that, I'm just thankful for God, for who he is to me and my family. That's very good. Very good. So, Shan, how much of yours did Dan steal when he, when he, when you were supposed to speak about? Then you will experience God's peace. Well, I, w- I wouldn't say it was, uh, you know, theft or anything. <laughs> it was more adding to it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, experiencing God's peace and just having that kind of blow your mind is, is an interesting one because you're just, well, how do I get that? How how does that actually resonate into me um you know culture and the world around us always tends to direct us towards that worry and the fear um and and you know causes us to you know even speculate negatively like oh this is what's going to happen this is this is the outcome that's going to be and you don't even know what the future is bringing yet um so when the verse says you know don't worry about everything but you know actually bring it to them actually just say like hey like this is what i need and and going to that prayer place um it's it's where god really shows up in those circumstances and the peace kind of starts to really uh kind of sink into you a little bit um one of my favorite verses and i think this is how peace actually starts to develop in, in me anyway, um, is Romans 12, 2, and it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be able to test and approve God's word, yeah. will, and not just his will, but his perfect will. Um, so when you, when you want to have that peace, it actually starts with the transformation of your mind and, and moving away from, okay, well, I, I need to, you know, worry and, and stress about all these things and, and, and you really just like what was said just a few minutes ago, just laying that down at you know at Jesus's feet and being like, okay, I need you to show up in this. Um, and when you're when you're saying I need you to show up, it re- it really reminds me even how Psalm twenty three is. And this is kind of like I always look at Psalms twenty three. This is a promise. Like He is my good shepherd. He does lead me to you know uh, uh, flowing streams of water. He lead and He actually makes me sometimes rest in green, lush places where there's abundance. Right? You know, it doesn't say I'm making you lay down on the side of a road. He's I'm taking you somewhere nice and beautiful. Um, and even, even like when you're walking through the hard places and he says, I'm still there, I'm still with you, and he's preparing a table. And when he prepares a table, it's not because I'm just going to give you a little bit. He's like, I'm going to give you everything you need and a little bit more. And he's doing this in front of the people that are trying to attack you. So I always look at Psalms 23 as that promise over my life. And it's just like, actually, that's a really peaceful promise that you're going to take care of me through every circumstance. And then there I am dwelling in the house of the Lord forever because that's what he's called me to do. Um, so I think that's how you attain peace in just by transforming the mind and starting like, okay, what is it in me that needs to shift so that I can actually be like, okay, this seems like a lot to handle, but I can actually rest knowing God, you've got this in control. Moy, uh, the part that you've been given is his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Uh, you, you do pretty good at that. T- talk to us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, well, um, once you've brought it to the Lord and you have prayed it down and you feel that peace, like I usually, when I pray, I pray until I feel that peace. And then the battle begins, right? Because um, you don't want to pick up anything you've already laid at the feet of Jesus. You're believing by faith that God is taking care of that. And you don't actually need to worry about that. And the enemy will often bring it back to your heart and you'll be like, well, you need a strategy for this or how are you going to get this bill paid? Or what about the kids? And if they get sick here and like, God, you, you, that's when I sit there and I say, I choose to believe that you are my provider. I choose to believe that you are Jehovah Jireh. I choose to believe that you're going to show up in this circumstance because you always do. And you're always faithful. And that goes, it ties into this whole verse. This verse is so rich and so um, amazing for me, just, just encouraging, right? Because if you actually take these steps in this verse, you do feel that that, you feel the peace and then but you have to like engage in it as well in saying, Kate, no, I'm not picking this up again. I'm not going to worry about this because God says this, because God did this. And I mean, I, if it goes on into the next verse in verse eight, it says, think about these things, yes. right? Because yeah. that worry is still coming. Right. It will come back, but you have to choose to say, nope. God, I know that you're faithful. I know that you hear yes. me. Yeah. I know that you've got my best interest in in at heart. So, yeah. Moy, I just want you, you helped me with this a little bit a couple of weeks ago. You were talking about appointments and how you had several that were stacked up yeah. and you just said, it'll all work. Just yeah. tell that story and, and how you allow peace to yeah. fill you with that point. Well, um, I, a a while back there, I had so many appointments, like hospital appointments, uh, homeschooling appointments, things like that. It was just, it was really, really crazy for me. And um, the tendency is to get really anxious and be like, how am I going to get all of these things done? Especially when you're dealing with doctor's offices and things that that are like, okay, if you don't show up, basically you are out of luck. And uh, in this one instance, I knew I had to be at this uh, one ultrasound, and it was an emergency ultrasound. I had to be there, but I also had a very, very important uh, appointment with Fella at a doctor's appointment in Children's Hospital. And uh, I remember I was with my friend, and she's like, well, we need to to call and, and maybe figure this out and maybe let them know that you can't do this and this and this, and it has to be here and here and here. And I'm like, you know what? God knows yeah. my schedule. Yeah. You know what? And this is the other thing. If God calls you to it, if he brings you right. to that space and that journey, very good. There are some things that he is able to shoulder for you, but you do have to ask. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I said was, God, can you show up for me in my appointments? Uh, I need a baby that's going to sleep through the night, God. Like (laughs) I need, I need these, some practical things. And he showed up faithfully. So going back to that story, um, (laughs) I was sitting there with the ultrasound lady and she says, Oh, um, I am so sorry, Miss Simpson. We really tried to get you in the northeast side of Calgary, um, but 
all we have is an appointment on the far northwest side, and it's only at this time, which is perfect timing (laughs) for my other appointment right beside Children's Hospital, and I didn't have to worry. And let me tell you, God has always showed up for that. And I don't... I get worried about parking spots and things like that, but God always, <laughs> it, he, he really does. He's got the spot planned for yeah. me. He's got the, he knows our schedule. So he, pl- he gets into those details. So yeah. I just think that this verse is, is so key for us to begin our new year with. It, it has so much fullness, so, so much richness in it that I encourage you just to write it out, pin it up somewhere so that through this week of prayer and as we come up into February, March, April, we're always reminded prayer is the key that opens the door and that if, if we just take these, these thoughts that we've shared with you on this New Year's Day uh, that will come out the end of this year uh, victorious and happy, a much more peaceful people than, than we would be otherwise.